Hello and welcome to another episode of the RSL Random Fan Podcast, the podcast for RSL fans of every age and level of knowledge and soccer experience. Hey, I got it. You nailed it. I nailed it. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Oh, is it on? Oh, yeah, it's on, so we can keep that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Brent Goble, joined by... Brennan Goble. And... Tyler Thomas. And we are doing... Uh, starting the new season... We're going to go over today some of the things we're going to be working on and also the roster. Yeah, a lot of things RSL's working on. They got, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot. And then at the same time, maybe not enough. Not enough going ooh. on. The glass is half ooh. empty. Yeah, ooh, yeah. Everybody needs a striker. But before we get into the roster, we wanted to go over some of the things we have planned. Like the first thing. February giveaway with the RSL team store and our good buddy Thomas Warren. Wait, what? What? Tell me about this. Yeah, we are going to do giveaways, hopefully all season, with the RSL team store. We are working very hard to be the unofficial podcast of the RSL team store. <laughs> We're already the unofficial <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yeah, we can work on being the official ones. And you can visit them at shop.rsl.com to look at the exact website. Oh, they've got a sale going on. I texted you. They yeah. yeah. I've already got yet. some gear. Yeah. You did already? Yeah. And you can hit them up on Twitter, the at RSL team store. So you can hit them up there and see the latest and I think the sale goes through the 15th or something like that. Oh, really? And it was uh, it's half take off. Take 50% off? 50% off the clearance. Ooh. Yeah. So if it's on 20th. sale... Yeah. The twentieth is when that ends. Okay, so if it says according to Twitter. If it says it's fifty bucks. It's twenty five. It's twenty five. Standard math. And they had the uh <laughs> David Ochoa <laughs> scarf in there, the villain no. for ninety nine cents, which means that it's fifty, 50 cents. <laughs> they can't give it away. Forty nine and a half cents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if you ask me, it's way overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's taking it at this point. <laughs> David got bumped down to like the U23 Ooh. team at his new club. Oh, really? But anyway, yeah. that's another story for another day. But the giveaway, what are we giving away? Oh, we are giving away the new kit, the new one that is coming out. We don't know what color we it is We don't know yet. anything about it. <laughs> Even uh, though there's listen, been some leaks on the internet. to our previous podcast yes, about check out it. the leaks. It's, We're not going to leak it. No, so no. So you guys check out the leaks. Somebody, it was somebody supposedly, if it's the same one. Well, if you leaked, go back. It's on sale at Dick's Sporting Goods or something already. <laughs> what? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No. Wait, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, gosh. somebody tweeted it out. Hey, uh, not to be the guy, but I can't remember who it was. It was on Twitter, but. There was there was a new RSL jersey, may or may not be the exact one, the official one, the official one. But that comes out the sixteenth of February. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, be showing up there, mm-hmm. broadcasting live. No, <laughs> no. We don't, we're, not, we're not that good yet. We're, we're still just random fans. <laughs> but yeah, the giveaway we get a jersey, uh, socks, and what else was the it? Scarf. scarf? The scarf that matches. So really good, really good deal. Yeah, if you do want the insight on that, go listen to our previous episode called RSL Jersey Teaser with Thomas Warren. And that's as much as we're allowed to say on that. I think we're contractually bound. No, we're not. No, but it's it's wise if we don't do anything more. (laughs) But we do appreciate our relationship with Thomas, and we do not want to burn that bridge. So there you go. Yeah, I'm excited to see the the new kits on, on Thursday. 
this coming Thursday, the 16th, is when they go on sale at the team store. Beautiful. So follow us on social media. We'll have the giveaway there, how to, how to win that. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. There you go. Whatever's left of Twitter. <laughs> Dumpster fire that has become. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Twitter. we could go on and on about that. I mean, I, you have to go and find the stuff you like now. It used to like you just be inundated just with all the stuff that you like, and now it's just like, where did all my stuff go? Yeah, I tried to post. Is that what you say? Is that the right term? Tweet. <laughs> tweet. tweet. Tweet some stuff, and it was like, you need to verify 18 pieces of information about yourself. And I was like, I went to my profile, and all it said was like, RSL till I die. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, that pretty much thumbs me up. What, what more do you need than that? <laughs> yeah, it was My life so. is RSL. I was a little uh, hesitant, apparently, when I signed up for Twitter originally. So, but uh, now I'm in. Up. It was a new relationship. I yeah. know. You don't want to open up on the first day. Right? Be on your yeah. best behavior. You don't want to give away all of your, <laughs> all of your flaws. <laughs> so, and that's the giveaway for uh, February. Yeah, but we're also doing something else that's super cool as well. And that is. Who's going to drum, drum roll, please. Drum roll, drum All right, I'll say it. All we right, we are do doing, <laughs> we are partnering with Cattleman's Burger Company in downtown historic Magna Main Street, <laughs> 8979 South Magna Main. Stephen White is the owner, and he is a massive RSL fan. He started this burger joint uh, last year. 2022. Good. Yeah. Really good food. Real good. And he is classic a, burgers and fries. We're not kidding when he says he's, he's an RSL fan. In the shop, he's got a, a wall of uh, RSL scarves, and he's already got the Apple ready to go. So Apple we TV. Can, Apple TV ready to go. I don't know yep. if he sells apples or not. Probably not. Apple smoked bacon. We are going to find Maybe. out how you like them apples. <laughs> but uh, there is bacon on his burgers. So Absolutely, good stuff. So for the for the away games, uh, like this. The first game of the season, February 25th, for RSL. We are going to be at the Cattleman's Burger Company to watch the game. Starts at 8.30 p.m. Watch party. He's and staying open late for us. Yeah. Really? So come watch with us. Oh, wow. And we will have some giveaways at show up because there will be merch. Merch to give away. Hat upon hat. We do have a lot of hats to give away. Buy a burger. Hang out on the west side. What's oh, up? Yeah. Oh deep, yeah. The deep west. The deep it's true. I mean it's about as west as you can go once to you get hit, a good burger. Once you hit West Valley, just keep going. It's west of West Valley, people. <laughs> it is deep in the heart of Magna. But, but Magna was established. It's great. In yeah. I'm just kidding. Magna was established. Eighteen seventy four. The Kennecott Copper Company grew. <laughs> mm. See, that's what I don't understand. Why is Park City so flashy? And Magna isn't. They were right. both mining towns. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, why? Why couldn't it be opposite? I think it was because the Silver Queen moved up there, which is funny because her name was Kearns. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. the irony and all that. Snow. Hence the Kearns Boulevard up in. Yeah. Park City. We don't need yeah. to talk about it that. was snow. It was snow is what won. Before people end. started yeah. skiing, Park City was a ghost town, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And then. Yep. Yeah. Now Magnus. 
Are we talking about soccer? Or? <laughs> we're talking uh, about I mining like and the effects There's way more today. snow in Park City. I feel but like we're just talking because we're... Cattleman's Burger is in Magna, and that's where yeah. we're at. 8979 Magna, Maine, which is about 28-ish. If you come off 201, take the 84, 8400 West, and then turn right. The, the Californians. <laughs> Stop on the 15 once you hit the 201 and get the heck out of here, man. <laughs> we even welcome Californians. <laughs> <laughs> All are welcome at Cattleman's Burger Company for yes. the opening game. Yes. We have merch. We got yeah. merch. We're going to be giving away stuff from the team store. Yeah, yeah, so come down, join us there, and then also support a fellow RSL fan who's uh, living his life, living his uh, dream and starting a, a burger joint. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I can't I talked to him a couple of times. He did something else, and I think he retired or got to a point where he uh, could start his little passion little, project. Little yeah, big thing. Yeah. So is, is he an older guy? Ish, older. Oh, my age. He's yeah, Tyler. Yeah, he's, like, he's in if that. If you want to call that older? Yeah, it's a little bit older. He's in, he's in that uh, <laughs> advanced stages. He's in the uh, Tyler demographic. He's a so, young whippersnapper to me. Well, that's kind of cool because that way people who don't have yeah. Apple TV can come watch. Yes. Yeah. The money you would use to pay for Apple TV, just buy a burger. So hopefully that will all work. They have all the kinks weight. <clears throat> but regardless, we're going to be there watching the game and giving stuff away and good buying time. good food. Mm-hmm. Right on. Hopefully he's got fry sauce. <laughs> we need fry sauce. All right. So. <laughs> But there's been a lot of news going on out there, so let's get to let's that. Let's jump in. All right, so where we were at the end of last season, we said goodbye to Chris Garcia. Oh. No, 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 no. And that haircut, right? Yeah, he had a lot of hope, and then it never translated. Jonathan, Jonathan. oh, am I supposed to play center back, Kapelhoff? He's gone. Let's call him Johan, though, because I Johann. think that's his name. Johan Kapelhoff. <laughs> Bobby Bobby Wood. Bobby Wood. He, uh, he was expensive, and we cut him, and they picked him up. Yeah, he's in didn't New England. Him. And then Brett Halsey didn't get picked up, uh, didn't make much of an impact. Nick Beasler. Injured at the wrong time. The stash that just never quit. Yeah, Tyler's bees. favorite flavor. Favorite flavor. <laughs> I'll, take a, uh, I'll take a Beasler cone to go, please. <laughs> Favorite player, RSL player of all time. No, I love Nick. He was here a long time. And he did a lot. We he got rid of Schmitty. Tate Schmidt, they didn't pick up his options. Although, yeah. I, I was seeing the preseason, he scored for us, right? Or was for that Seattle? Oh, I thought he was right for RSL. Oh, I thought Tater was, was up in uh, he, maybe was Seattle. He got, he got traded. Did he, he, didn't, he wasn't picked up. He just he got traded. Who, no, Tate? no, he, no he just we got, just let, let him go. go. We just didn't oh. pick up his contract. So those were the players that didn't well, get. That seems kind of easy. Like if we're just dropping contracts, just pick them back up. Like it doesn't. It's not that yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean, we got like some. I mean, at the right number, right? Over but like if you know, you think you're a seven hundred thousand dollar a year guy, and you're getting paid sixty, then you know you might shop you need, around. You might need to reevaluate your position. Yeah, well, I mean, Justin Glad's up in the seven hundred thousand dollar club, so. Which is kind of funny because he's honestly he's probably a one point fiver. You know what I mean? At a different club. Could be, yeah. Demir's at 1.7, so. Well, that's good. That, there's I the mean, bar for that. Absolutely. So do we want to go down the roster? <clears throat> Let's go down it. Let's go down the roster. So who's left or who's coming in? Uh, who came in? Do we, we pick? I mean, 
Let's not get crazy. We don't have to. All right. So if we went through, <laughs> I mean, there are guys on first team contracts that are probably not going to get any playing time this year, and we don't really want to spend a lot of time on that because we're focused on who plays. I, I'm sorry, we don't have time well, to like go to every practice. Let's, and let's let's really focus on watch the monarchs. Before you know, we get there, we seven times. we did have the draft. Yeah, and we did have, We had a pretty successful draft. Yeah, so we picked up Elijah Paul. In they the traded up. Round. Yeah, we traded up for that number guy. Seventh, seventh pick. pick yeah. yeah, and then Bertine Jockison. Now Elijah Paul played for Real Salt Lake in the academy, but the the consecutive time frame it was six months and or twelve. Anyway, yeah, something. He didn't play. He didn't. He wasn't in the he system only, twelve months. Yeah, he was only like six or seven. Yeah, so we liked him. We thought he was great, and then we had to draft him. Which again, does the draft pick mean all that much? Depends on who you ask. Well, that's that's true because I mean that dra- draft picks can go a long way. Just ask Loffelson. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think people are excited because of Jasper showing up out of nowhere. Yeah, because we got that Bertine Jackson, and I've read stuff that people are really surprised that, uh, that he's him, played as well as he has. He's been playing really well. well. He scored in preseason against LAFC, pretty sweet goal. But yeah, and it's tough to put a lot of stock into preseason, right? But Still, I mean, but if you're showing up and having an impact, getting on the sheet, that's that's something. And then we picked up Emeka Anelli, who was a forward, and Amferny Sinclair, um, who's a defender in the 45th pick, and Moses Mensah's 74th overall pick. But uh, if you remember, Andy Williams really liked Elijah, Elijah Paul, so mm-hmm. maybe one of those will make an impact. Hopefully. We'll see if they all make the rosters, whether that's RSL's kind of a, roster or the Monarchs. So that's the draft. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of hard it's to just like, make your eh. statement right out of the draft. I mean, so where did we make a statement though? Gomez, Andres Gomez. So Andres was playing in South America. He's Colombian by nature. Wait, but <laughs> He's naturally Colombian. <laughs> so, just. <laughs> He uh, he uh, got signed by Real Salt Lake. Yeah. Signed, yeah, we signed him on, and uh, looks like he's coming on board. There's also some rumors that are semi-confirmed with Vera coming oh, yeah. on board. But I think the hype is around Andres Gomez because yeah. he's a youth international signing. He's 20 years old, I believe, and he would fall into that um, U22 project like Brian Ojeda. Who's only like 22 as well. Yep. So what do we know about uh, Andres Gomez? He's uh, born in Kibdo. Say it. Kibdo, is that right? Kibdo? Kibdo. Kibdo, sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Quibidabo. 12 goals and, <laughs> and six assists in 59 professional appearances of Millionarios FC in Colombia. But wasn't he uh, playing for... Um, Oh, is, is is Vera that's coming from America, right? Yeah, but that's Colombia, America, okay. not See, yeah. not America of Mexico. Mexico. Don't be confused there. They're different clubs. So there's a lot of excitement about Gomez. Yeah. Go check out his high, highlight reel. He's got he's a got couple a, cool. He's got a foot, which is really nice. He's got a really good distance. Wait, which foot does he have, left or right? <laughs> uh, right. Okay. He's got both feet, though? Yeah, no? for the most part. Yeah. Well, he's a couple finishes <laughs> off his left. Nice. Um, but, yeah, he did really well in that cup. Uh, the, what cup was that? Dang it. I just forgot it. That one cup. Well, he was wearing his blue jersey. 
And that's all I remember. <laughs> I, I didn't watch too much of them. <laughs> well, we'll see. I mean, is I mean that's the point, right? Uh, I think this is part of what uh, ownership is showing us. Uh, a lot of people complain about, well, they're not going out and splashing big money. You guys got to remember where we are. We're in, we're in Salt Lake City, right? We we've got to be gotta responsible. Pay our tithing. I mean, like all that. <laughs> I mean that's ten percent of our overall companies. No, no, no. Buying Co- of companies don't have to oh. pay tithing. Oh, okay. companies are exempt <laughs> oh. from tithing. Sorry, I forget how that works. It's it's a donation. It's a donation. Yeah, that's right. From people, not not companies. Not from the company. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> Andres uh, looks like could be something real. Uh, he looks like he could be playing opposite of Sava mm-hmm. on the wing. That'd be good because I mean. We were kind of one-sided on the wing last year. Yeah, it's like we had good defense, I want to say. I, yeah. I'm trying to give Chang some props when he played a lot last year. Um, good defense? Is that what we're calling that on the one side? Chang played defense? Limited service? Chang played defense? I mean, Chang's still there. We need I mean, to talk about he, Chang. Chang's still on our team. We need to have like a whole podcast episode on Chang. Really? Like, and it should, like just be, it should just be why. Why Chang? <laughs> He did, to his credit, play relatively well defensively in the playoffs last year. Yeah. He he did step up his game, but I mean, when we got so high up on the on the table, it seemed like his play started to go down, and that's when we needed him most. Yeah, you know, it's like one of those superhero movies. Like yep. when we needed him most, they disappeared. <laughs> they disappeared, and then yeah, but yeah, yeah. interesting. It was a, it was a frustrating. So tell us more about Vera. Vera. Yeah, so uh, he's a left back, which apparently you can't have too many left backs, and you can't have too many guys named Brian, because that is his name as well. And he is not his name is not spelled the same as the other Brian's. No. You thought there were two ways to spell Brian, but you were wrong. There are about seven now that we've discovered. It's like all these guys have come from Utah County. <laughs> yeah, they definitely. Brian, 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 and Brian. Oh, uh, Jan. Yeah, so kind of crazy, kind of cool. So he's he fav- also Colombian. He favors the left side. Yes, Colombian outside back. He would be kind of the future uh, if Ojeda doesn't stick around. See no. America to Oviedo. Sorry. Hopefully Ojeda stays around. I know. I mean that that helps our midfield so much. Yeah. But Oviedo, he's kind of that let's get another outside back kind of thing. And, you know, I was also reading up on Herrera. Yeah, we need to talk about. Herrera left too. And under what I would call less than ideal circumstances. Again, was here it for 10 like years, came out up of, through the academy. Yeah, felt a little out of left field. And he must not have been Pablo's guy. And all of a sudden he got shipped to Montreal. And we, you know, there was kind of that hint out there that it was for, hey, Aaron wants to go to Europe. He's wanting to, you know, get his game Yeah, go ready to a higher level and do all that and stuff. And so he's like, let's go play in Montreal for that international flair. It's not, you know, it's showing that I'm not one-dimensional and can play for more clubs than Real Salt Lake. But when they interviewed him, it didn't sound like that from Aaron's perspective. He was like, I can't wait to play Salt Lake and kick their butt. And I was like, whoa, 
That didn't sound yeah. amicable. Well, I mean, he does have some ground to stand on because it felt like, um, you know, the 2022 season, he, he was set up for failure because his specialty was, you know, being strong up that side, sending the balls in. And we put a pretend number nine up in there that did not like to do any sort of aerial battles. He liked everything on the ground and he liked it outside the box before he got into the box. And to be fair, I think he scored two headers, Cordoba. Cordoba, yeah. but that they but, were they but, were toward I mean, the end of his career. At yeah, Real. like he was just barely developing that part. And of his game. one of them was the ball was coming like what was it like not even ten yards from him. The ball was going up and he headed it. You know what I mean? It's I yeah. don't know. I think I think that was really really dumb in all <laughs> regards to RSL because I think especially if we're gonna be you know going. Oh, Demir's coming back. Demir's coming back. He yeah. he had if a back Demir's surgery. Back. He's going to be magically healed. Everything's going to be good. It's like, well, great. Now we don't have that. Who serves Demir? We yeah, we don't have because he had accuracy with that ball. Yeah, he was covering so many yards with that ball, and it was the right heft to the ball. It was the perfect curve. He li- mean, he liked it. That's how Demir liked it. And you know, like your favorite restaurant, you like to go there not just for the food. Part of it's because of the service. No, just the ambiance. <laughs> well, that's that's what we had last year was ambiance when we needed better service. Yeah. Right? So I think that's a little dumb because now we're going to put Demir in there. And I've seen Brody's crosses, no offense to him. They don't have the action that um, Herrera did. But we'll see how it goes. Wow, I feel like a Debbie Downer today. Wah, wah. Well, speaking of Debbie Downer, let's talk about... Our boy up top, who will not be here anymore either. Sergio Cordoba. Sergio Cordoba. So he went back to his club. Augs- FC Augsburg. FC Augsburg. Augsburg. It just sounds sad. Like, I don't even... It's, is that the name of the city? It just it Augsburg, sounds yeah. like a sad Augsburg. name. Augsburg. It's, oh. No, it's Augsburg. 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 Anyway, it doesn't sound like a happy place. And he didn't think it was a happy place. So he was going to come back to MLS, but... RSL and Augsburg couldn't agree on the terms, and so he went to Vancouver. Vancouver. What? That's the, so we <laughs> get to a, ah, we, RSL gets to meet on. their former number nine leading scorer from last year, first game of the season on February twenty fifth. If that deal is done and goes through, ah, um, we were. You can join us at where Cattleman's Burger Company. Yeah. yeah, historic McNamee. Also, there is a. A, an idea out there that um, RSL are looking at Nottingham Forest's Lewis O'Brien. I think it's a joke because it's, it's O'Brien. Another Brian. <laughs> this one's O'Brien, but they're all Brian now. And anyway, that I think it's a joke. But is he a number nine? No, he's a twenty-four-year-old English midfielder. He's kind of been excluded from the squad and went to Blackburn and kind of fell through the the cracks over there. Got a good so his contract shot, wasn't picked it up picked anyway it up. there there that would be so funny if we had five brian's <laughs> and he is old brian and so he spelled with a e-i or i-e i before e except after c Dang it. <laughs> except in england whenever they want to switch it <laughs> something like that anyway yeah so that that would be funny as well if we did pick up so we lost we lost essentially our best right back uh-huh I would think so. Our two best strikers. Two best best strikers. Bobby Wood, who was, when he wasn't injured. Was our best striker. Was our best striker. And we saw after he was injured, 
the effect, the positive effect he was having on the the offense. Yes, even though he wasn't having an outright scoring season, he was still part of the threat that was making the RSL. runs and being creative and, and pressure. And I pressure. think that's yeah, pressure was a big one. Yeah, he yeah. he was hustling on putting pressure on the. And if you go back and listen to our podcast with David James, which took so long, David James is talking. It was awesome. Anyway, it's four two questions. Hours. It's four the, questions. Two hours. <laughs> in the first part of it, he talks about how Pablo really, really cares about the pressure and where the pressure is coming from, how it's being applied, who's going where, how everybody's stepping up. Like, that's a big deal for him. He's not worried about where the goals will come from. He's more worried about how that pressure is going to look. And Dave James kind of breaks it down. But that going back to your point, Bobby Wood did that very well. Sergio Cordoba started figuring it out towards the end, but we still lost our two best strikers. Best right back, two best strikers. Who else did we lose? Uh, Schmidt. <clears throat> our, he was our backup he, outside left back slash midfielder. Yeah. Oh, and Who, who's a good locker Beasley. room guy? To yeah. be fair. Yeah, locker room guy. We lost the, yeah, Bees, the wise man Beasler. Yeah, the wise old uh, man. We and who have we brought back? So we brought back Holt. Holt, Holt. which was not well, great. Not very popular amongst no. fans, but I think it's a good signing. He's still young. Center backs mature over time. Not everybody's Justin Glad and can step on the field at nineteen. Right. right? Like he's still. A decent, I don't even want to say decent. I want to say he's good. But I, I do know other people do not appreciate the game of Eric Holt. And just because he looks like me doesn't mean he's my son, okay? <laughs> just because we have the same haircut doesn't mean that we're related. Same I, I vertical. Really do think same vertical. Same vertical. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's got way more vertical than me. Well, that's, that's one of the knocks on Holt is that he doesn't have a... great in the air. Yeah. Well, I mean, a, on the, and I think a lot of people are paying attention to that one game that he threw for us because he did not um, mark kinda, him very tight. He kind of stumbled. Created and, a lot of space going yeah. up for that ball. So we lost that game because of him. Correct. But also, I mean, that, that, could, that really fell on the... The coaching side of things, dropping back to that yeah. five in the back, which is not smart. You and know? he's not a great one-on-one defender, but he's a really good control over the ball. Right. He plays a great ball over the top. Yeah, I think you I think know? the tactically wise, we don't put in somebody who's been on the bench the entire game for the last ten minutes, right in the dead center, <laughs> for us to defend. I think that's not the smartest. But yeah. we also did pick up Marcelo Silva, which was great because yep, we resigned. We resigned him. We extended his contract. So we were really glad that he did that. Um, so we've got essentially three center backs. Three center backs. Brody. Three, the rotation is going to be. Unless Vera comes in, because Vera, um, in some accounts, can play center back. He can play that left-sided center back. Which which is a nice nice little. Nice little and we have yeah, Farnsworth and some younger kids. Well, and and that's that's kind of the cool thing is that a lot of the players that we're picking up can play multiple positions, and I think that's the key with Pablo is that you're on the field, you you play wherever. Like well, yeah, especially kind of that, that left that. side is very fragile that we need to have locked down to where we can have that versatility. Yeah, and like um, Loffelson even played striker. Remember that? Like for part of this you season, know, I honestly you know, move him up top just because he was good at the pressure side. Of that's stuff. what I'm saying. For the pressure wise, I think if we ran a four four two, I would love to see Loffelson up in the top with somebody. I think. I mean, if we were to ever get to a situation where we put Moose on the field, because that guy hasn't touched the pitch in the ninety minutes we've ever played, right? 
Yeah, he's had a few minutes. He had a few minutes last year, but when when we picked him up, he had an injury. So yeah, well, get over it. So <laughs> it's like you're, you're. He wasn't injured well, mentally. Come yeah, on, that's what man. I'm saying. Like, like I understand that. that. Like get over it. Like you know, I I have plantar fasciitis. I still step on the tennis court. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Does like, it hurt your plantar or your fasciitis? Mostly the fasciitis. Okay. But the window I can't spell it every time. The window doesn't close <laughs> till April 30th, correct? Ugh. But there's a couple guys that we have loaned out. I don't I don't want to say given up on. But that's what I was going to talk about at the beginning of the podcast cuz you know, the highlight of last year was going to be Johnny Menendez. And I just saw that he's already you loaned know, out again. Did you know that somebody on this podcast actually picked him to be the impact player of the year? <laughs> that seems so childish and childish. not thought out. Come on. He was going to just start breaking ankles and well, scoring goals. Well, you know, goals. that's true. That if would we, be like someone uh, picking Rubio Rubin, Rubin <laughs> to be the, the breakout. Well, to be fair, the night before, I watched his highlight reel, and I'm like, dang, this guy is good, man. Because I didn't quite pay attention to, you know, the 2020, hey, 21 you know season. What? A lot of stuff, you look and you see it happening, and then you're like, I see, can't believe this is happening. The glass happening. isn't always half full when you're no. looking at stuff. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why you can't trust YouTube. The glass is always full, but was it full of? That's Oh, that's true. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, full of tang for me. So. Oh, yeah? That's how you can drink magna water. And the other person that I thought it was very interesting that we sent out was Orozco. Yaziel. Yaziel Orozco. Yaziel Orozco. So basically that means that Holt beat him out for the spot. Like, in my mind. Well, yeah, but he was also, wasn't he starting on the Monarchs? He was, and they were getting trashed. They were? Well, I think I was reading that. The Monarchs about, took almost he went last to San Luis, <laughs> when he right? was there, yeah. They traded him to San Luis or Santos? Yeah, the only time well, we actually played well on the Monarchs was when Axel Kai was in there. Yeah, another... They actually played well uh, with him. That's a, a very possible... He's a wild card. Yeah. For In the fence that like he could be on the starting 11, I think. Cause, um, if we're going to play the kids. That's what I'm saying, but like... In, I think in training he's doing really well. He's his he's, ceiling is high. I think that Orozco. No, no, Axel. I think oh, Orozco's ceiling is high. I but he, he needs, needs he needs first game time and he, well, I don't know what's happening conund- to the Monarchs that but wasn't that, I, that wasn't. I think working. that's why we loan him out. I mean, I think that's fantastic because then he gets different styles of play. He gets to see different formations. Well, that's Maybe the conundrum. Pull though, Carlos right? Ruiz and come back good. Yeah, uh, I, I fully agree with that. <laughs> so and Brody. He's not good enough to make the starting eleven for him for Real Salt Lake. That. I don't think you can say that. Well, obviously they don't think so. Or he's he's not getting starting time. He's yeah. not getting playing time with um, Real Salt Lake. But MLS next the Monarchs. That's too low of a place to have him play. To, so they loan him out to uh, a Mexican side, right? Is it Santos or San Luis? San Luis. San Luis. And that's more of a lateral. So is he going to be good enough to make? Get any minutes there? I, so yeah, I don't know. I think I think it's smart because he might in the, in the back line. I think he might not jive well um, because he's a center, right? He's a center back. And one of the knocks but he's on not him big is well, his size. Is what they said in the article I was reading. But it's like his size. If he's you go back enough. and watch the NYCFC game, CFC game, okay, that it, he I looks understand. horrible. Okay, you can sit there and talk about size. He needs to be six foot ten. He needs to be <laughs> four hundred pounds. 
blah 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 in order to be in the MLS Premier no, League. All this no, other he stuff. doesn't. No, no, no. He was smart with the way he used his body when he was yeah. marking. He did really well to cover runs. I think he got a little unlucky with a couple touches from the um The, the whole team was yeah. unlucky that oh, game. Yeah. Right, right. And so I feel that they know that Marcelo and um, Glad are too good of a pairing to just throw in Orozco. So instead yeah. of putting him to the Monarchs, which doesn't have that much game, I guess you could say, they're going to loan him out so he can get better experience. So when he comes back, he's more refined. He has he has more matches under his belt, and he becomes a better backup Holt. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I don't think we're really going to rely on Holt very much because he does not have the same capabilities that our, our starting 11 is going to have and going to need later in the season. You know what I'm saying? Because when we get back into you know the last 10 to 15 games of the season, we don't want to put Holt in. We want to make sure that we're top seven at least in well, the table. And, and that's the thing. The pairing matters a lot with center backs, like you said. And it maybe does. Holt pairs a lot better with Glad and Silva because he's used to him and he's been around him a lot than Orozco does. And, and maybe the, and the other thing that Pablo values a lot that we've heard a lot is that he really values work ethic and player continuity so like, like locker how, room and all that locker yeah. room stuff yeah so that's a big deal and from what i've heard i know a couple of people who know holt personally and and he's he's a team guy hmm. he's a team guy he works hard he keep he doesn't complain you know like and that's that, what that's, that's what i've that's great. seen in him so i don't know if roscoe's there but i think his ceiling is higher than holt's oh yeah i think he's going to be a but not quality. a center back not there yet not at center. I don't think he ends up a center back. I, that one of the things they were not. talking about. He's not even about, twenty years old. That he, they're looking at playing him at right or left back. That's great. Like I think he needs to stay on the team. And by the time he's twenty-two, we have a very, very good center back. We but, shall we shall see. But I, I think it's as fans, it's interesting who we who fans fall in love with. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like. You say Bofo Sosedo, and they think, oh, my gosh, we oh, let... our best player of we all let, time. <laughs> we let Bofo go. Oh, my gosh. He went down and scored three goals in a yeah, season. Because they fell for the fake left, go right. Yeah, move. fake left, go right. Same with uh, David Ochoa. Oh, they just love David Ochoa. He goes to D.C., has the same has attitude. two good games. David Ochoa is... Well, that's because of his character. You know what I mean? And then he ends up getting ending wherever he is in the Mexican League, and now he's been dropped down to their U23 team or something because uh, all comes back to attitude. That's what people say. So I, I think it's interesting how people well, – they all have – like you have your Nick Beasler. Yeah. Um, you have your Rubio Ravine. No, I don't. I actually – I do not. So, that was poor planning. I think I think, ja I think Orozco falls into that category where people want him to be good. Yeah. But if you take an objective look at it, he may not, he may not he, quite he, be there. He, he's probably going to be a nice professional soccer player, but not not at center back. Not at center back, and not for RSL. And his goodbye on Twitter was a bit more of a goodbye than you would expect for a like four month loan. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, because it's through the end of their, yeah, their spring season. And a really salt at real salty lad pointed that out, and I just want to give that guy credit. Good job, real salty at real salty lad. So let's. Talk, continue to talk about the roster and the building for the season. What haven't we picked up that is concerning to you? We've true number nine. True number nine. And a backup goalkeeper that has any experience. 
because yeah. we have we have uh, Thomas Gomez, who's apparently a great keeper, and we've seen him in a few non-league games, exhibition games. Yeah. yeah, but Zach McMath is our guy. But if he's down, then what? Right? Like, well, he was the Ironman of last season, so that could be pretty taxing. Well, this there's year. Uh, we have Gavin Beavers. Yep. He's the kid. And everybody loves Beaver. And then it was Dusnip that I think that has retired. Yep. Yeah. Uh, went uh, off. Uh, I think it says. Uh, well, and if you think about it, there, there, there's these two highly touted RSL goalkeepers, and if you're the 19 year old and the 18 year old starts, I don't know, outplaying you, um, you know that there's been a lot of call-ups that happened and beavers was getting the call in and Deucenip was getting calls too but you know i i don't know if he felt that pressure and was like you know what my heart's not in this i'm gonna do my music i'm gonna I'm, move on right yeah, he's and the one that's that okay right he's gonna doing his tour with his band or yeah yeah doing and if, something else if it's not it good for him yeah and if it's affecting your you know mental health then by all means you can always come back to yeah i mean that back. position that position Especially is such a long-term position that like yeah. you can take a couple years off come back and get your head right yeah you're yeah. All, already back in it right so kudos for him so yeah. i i am Do really right concerned that yeah i wish him a backup goalkeeper not backup goalkeeper i'm not too concerned about that because i seems like gomez is i mean you're gonna if they can't if he does if he's not the guy i mean you can probably pick him up uh find a goalkeeper during the season but i'm really really concerned about where the goals are going to come from this year so far right if what well, yeah, are, the, how are they the constructing this line, team the back line looks good right? the, line the midfield good. looks better the mid the most depth is in the midfield right because yeah. you got savarino and now gomez and you've got hidalgo who played Ojeda. well you got Ojeda. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I think uh, he's going to have a great year. Uh, Pablo. I don't want to jinx him, though. Um, All those guys can step in, in, right? So you, you see, we seem to be, and they keep bringing in more wingers. Well, and we still have Julio, right? Like, we haven't. So who's our starting up top? This is my biggest concern. I, I think I would rank uh, the three so you got we're playing three across the top right so you got your forward your midfield and your back line right right the center backs and the left and right backs and what hypothetically what formation are we going to be using that's a good that, question that one four three three for for the purposes of today's discussion four three three i don't think pablo's ever ran a four three three we, we yeah we no, a true four three three or never I, once he's ran a, he's ran a four three two one He's ran a he's ran a three five two goodness. But before five. we get to that, <laughs> yeah. Before we get to that, let's look at the construction of the team, right? Yeah. If you were to rank them, those three, three so, groups, right? The top, the middle, and the bottom. Oviedo, Marcelo. The the midfield is probably the strongest, right? For Real Salt Lake with Saverino, Andres Gomez, Gomez, Hidalgo, uh, uh, Lafelson. Pablo so, Ru- Pablo is going to be a backup. His, he's not a starting 11. Well, we're not talking get, about. We're talking about your, the overall setup okay. of the team. Well, I right? thought we were just trying to say what's our starting 11 and what are we going No, we're talk, let's talk about the roster, how they're building it, right? So the okay. midfield is probably in the best position, right? Yeah. Followed then by the back line. We could use some more depth, losing Herrera. What's the back line going to look like? Uh, we did pick up. Especially uh, if we went to a back three. That the guys that play the outside backs aren't necessarily back three guys. Maybe Oviedo could slide in and be that outside. Oviedo's pace worries me, though. Yeah. It seemed like he was out of shape, even though he was 
yeah. you know, doing international things. Yeah, he was getting there. He also looked horrible against Spain. Like if we go to the World Cup, but those are all world class. Well, everybody you, when you lose seven guys. to one or something. Yeah, and Spain had their youth in, so they were all speed and yeah. So I mean, whatever. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like I think I think Oviedo is great, but I don't think he's especially if he's pressed all night. Yeah. He's going to be subbed out. Yep. real quick. And you got Luna in the middle, but he he can serve in a good cross though, Oviedo. But let's so the midfield. Midfield's pretty stacked. Um, and yeah, there's then a lot there. The weakest point of this whole part of this whole team up top. is the same thing that was the weakest part last season, and that is who's going to score the goals. Are they counting on Demir? We also have Demir in the middle. Demir is like this big signing. Demir's that, back. <laughs> but at the end of last season, Demir is going to come back, and that's going to be our signing. And now this year, the big signing is Demir coming back. But and also, but, but, we got the young guy, right? Who? New guy, Moose. No, no. I think it's Gomez? interesting how little they, people are talking well, about Moose, but that, maybe they, that's a different. Are we going to play? Topic. Are we going to play Gomez up top? I thought he he's like a winger. Because well, I thought he's opposite saying, right? Sava. Is he the outside wing in a four midfield, or is he up top in a three? Well, the, let's, before we get there, we don't have a goal scorer, right? No, the only the only true forward we have is Anderson Julio. And he, you think Anderson Julio is a true goal scorer? No, I think I think honestly, I think Anderson Julio is a decoy. <laughs> the the it's way true, the huh? way, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, the way we play him, he's an absolute decoy. It's he just, has the he's ball. He's in there to just keep those defenders back. That's it, just to yeah. keep them honest. And then we try to move up the which is good every now and then. Lob a you, ball over the top. You need to, to have that. You need to have yeah. somebody that can spread out because that's was without him. Without Bobby Wood and the pressure, boy, the defense just collapses and we yeah. it makes but it even I, worse. From me watching the way he plays, he looks more like a winger to me. Anderson Julio, he yeah. does not look like a he doesn't look like a striker. He looks but more like a winger. He's the second striker in a top two to me. That's my best position. For but him. he needs to be the second place striker. You know what I mean? Like we need to have a better player up yeah. top it can't be anderson julio being and, the and best Sabarino, player no because that's not gonna work no it needs to we no. need to that's what i'm saying like that's why it's a little frightening that we haven't purchased a very very big number nine and everybody wants one yeah we need and, a number nine because i don't think we're gonna have uh, that much success playing false nine the entire entire year i mean yes we have a stacked midfield but the quality right because yes we have a lot but the overall starting 11 quality is not there my watching him build this team, my hunch is this is the way I would describe how they're expecting to get goals, and that is to overload the midfield, put all the pressure there, right? Have the best players in the midfield, and then expect or hope your forwards, Rubio, Rubin, Moose, whoever they are, oh, I to he's a forward. <laughs> to somehow <laughs> he's a forward. Who? I literally forgot. Musovski or no, Rubio? Ruben, Rubio. Yeah. Well, I think somehow, Rubio's our best nine right now, but and somehow poach some goals. Yeah, that's I think I think, it, I think it is. Right I think now. it is. Yes, the press up the middle with the midfield, and then we have we have the leftovers putting away. And I just but they haven't proved they can score goals. But also that's true because right. that's that's going to open up the counter. I mean, that's going to be very bad because if we're really pressing into the box with our midfield, that's going to open up the counter, and the first forty-five minutes will be okay. The next half is going to be brutal. Well, and that's why, for me, it was like, why don't we go out and get one of these guys who can score in MLS? 
a Will Bruin, um, a Kai Kamara, or like an Ivan Tony. Veterans. Why don't we just get an Ivan Tony? Okay, he's we at can't. Brentford. We can Come get on, him. man. Quit <laughs> he, it. He's Quit done. it with the fake stuff. Like w- guys that really play in the league. That's what I'm talking about. So many people are out there. Why didn't we sign Messi? Like, dude, you. I, no, 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 no. I think Kai Kamara would be it. a great addition to this team. Yeah, Kai Kamara. He's looking for a new spot. He wants to go out on top. Like. Put him up top and let's throw some balls at him. He's really good at scoring. He's scored everywhere. Same thing with Will Bruin. He's a beast up top. He's they call him a bear for a reason, right? Like, go get one of these guys that's like kind of cast off. The guys left over in Nashville, whoever's fallen out of that center forward mess. Like one of those guys, they're gonna come here and score goals. It's a great place to be if you want to be a target forward. Well. We've had a lot of conversations with with the wigs of RSL, and it all seems that they have full and utter faith in Demir Krylock. So, what is what is the formation going to be with Demir? He's going to have to feel, play center forward. Center forward? That uh, is that is is he going to be I, our I'm number guessing. nine? Because that might be where they're going if they haven't already. I mean, if they did such a big signing with Gomez. They might just be saying, okay, Demir is going to be our number nine. He's getting older. He's kind of like a Ronaldo. He started out in the midfield. Now that he's older, he's becoming a number nine. So now he's just going to be our aerialist in the box. Oh, damn. I just thought of that. That sucks. <laughs> so is it going to be? That was just like a light bulb in my head. I'm like, that's what they're thinking. That's they're thinking they're it's thinking. Demir Krylock. Well, he's, already, he's already paid that much. Might yeah. as well use him. So it's probably 433 or 4321 or. Who knows? I, um, but who partners best with him up top? Anderson Julio. Or Saverino, right? If we're talking about just payroll, right? you gotta, so, you got to play those two guys up okay. top. If so, you're just playing two, but if you're going three, that makes a then lot you of can kind of switch it around a little bit. Yeah. Or do they do the 3-5-1 or something like that, where you can throw all of these midfielders on and push Hope forward. somebody gets forward enough to tap and, in. Yeah. Hope and we can then, pass well enough to get there. You know, it might be a modified 442 cuz I mean, Demir playing up top, yes, we save him. And then we can have Saverino dish him in. We can have Gomez set him up or be a presence at the top of the box cuz he has the range. And then we could have Anderson Julio draw a lot of defenders away from him. Wow, this makes me so depressed. <laughs> Like it's just like you the know what I mean. It's that, it's that aha moment that you have where you're just like, "Gosh darn it!" You know, like in the those little the thriller movies where they figure it all yeah, out and, and it's a little a sudden, too late. You're like, Dah! Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Well, I think the other thing that um, you know, and you watch Pablo in these post game preseason interviews, and they're all like, "So where do you think goals are going to come from if Rubio?" Because Rubio's a player. I think we can all agree that guy can play. Rubio, Rubin. I don't think we all agree that he can score a lot of goals. Yeah, there's, there's, there's the, the... Right? That, that's And that's the thing. I think Pablo values what Rubin brings because of that. And not necessarily the fact that he can go get 10 goals. And I said the fact, but I don't even know if that is a fact. If he can get 10 goals for us this year, even if he plays all season long. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. Well, I mean, the reason why I think he had such a, a good season two years ago, um, yes, he was unknown for a little bit by the um, by the opposing team, but also the way we were able to give him the ball 
and give him some opportunities was a little more unique than we could have done last season. Yeah. So maybe Pablo does have, or he's seen that and has found a possible solution to make a $600,000 player actually worth $600,000 in the coming season. So maybe there is something up his sleeve. Hopefully he's not wearing short sleeves. And <laughs> yeah, I mean. And also the one guy that we haven't really talked about is Justin Miram, who was our third leading goal scorer. Gosh, I love that guy. And our one of our leading assist guys. And so, 50-50? You know, or wasn't it? Didn't he get 50-50? He had six assists and three goals on the season. And another guy we haven't talked about is Diego Luna. Another midfielder. He's supposed to. He has all this upside. People are so excited to bring him in. There's something going on. But, but he's not. He's there not. Yet. He's not. It's Pablo's almost like they're guy. not even projecting him to start. Well, how? Here's the thing. RSL loves to talk about their homegrowns, and yet they. It's almost like they just got lucky to have Glad and Herrera. When was the last homegrown after that group of players? That's a, Brody, that's a significant that, player the, on the team. After the Brody. Glad Herrera. Yeah, because Brody's group. an older guy, man. Isn't he like? Well, because Brooks Lennon was in that group too, and he's an MLSer. He's done well in Atlanta. Right? Yeah, well, that, like, that a couple really guys helps have us been out. traded, and and Brooks or uh, Brooks, what's that kid's name? They call him the Mormon Messi, the kid out of uh, Eden, Utah. Anyway, he's over in the Bundesliga. Oh, Jedediah. Brooks? No, what's his name? Matthew. Taylor. His Adam. name's Taylor Booth. Oh. Taylor Booth. That's it. Sorry, I was just going off of Bible names. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Taylor, he's not in the Bible. <laughs> it's not? No, but he makes a mean suit. Hey! <laughs> but I, I, this is a question we can talk about Pablo, too, this week, next week, and predictions and stuff. But I don't know if he has what it takes. I, he's an interesting coach that is, I don't think his philosophy is to let the young players learn on the job, right? If you can prove that you can start, then he'll he'll start you. But if you have... If you're rough around the edges anywhere, you're not getting in. Well, so how does that help us get the players? Yeah, the, and I think that's where Orozco, Luna, all these young guys, Axel, Bodie, but Bodie, Bodie kind of broke that mold a little bit last year, right? Well, when he played against um, Portland, was it Portland? Yeah, yeah, and he played up the right side and he got his goal. Yeah. Um, that was that was a very good showing by him. Yeah, it was it was kind of like oh this guy has some moves. This guy he has is some an touch. MLS player. Yeah, he, yeah. he he can contend, and he was doing some very good things up the right wing. Um, but yeah, I think when it comes to Pablo, he's got the first part of being a great coach down. I think he's still trying to figure out or come up with a solid plan that's his style because every coach has their own style you know what i mean oh yeah like they always have their own ways of doing things off the pitch on the pitch strategy wise you know what i mean so i think pablo is still a work in progress as a coach and i think that's that says a lot because he was an assistant coach before that so yeah. it wasn't like he had time to be like okay i'm in the position this is what i would do he's he's working with somebody else's vision and so now, all of a sudden, he has to come up with his own, and that's not easy to do. Well, he just brought in Luna last season, so if he's not part of the vision, why they bring him in? So who is it? So what about Johnny Menendez? Why did we spend so much money on that guy? When we knew beforehand that he was not going to be a good fit. Because well, we his didn't style know beforehand that he wasn't going to be a good fit. We thought he could be tougher, and that's where he just got pushed around. He cannot. Yeah, he's, he just... 
could not figure out how to play in Major League Soccer, which is more physical than where he came from. Well, it's kind of like That's a chef. True. It's like a chef picking up a recipe and trying to add its own flavor into it. Sometimes those flavors that you mm. feel would work, once they get introduced to the other flavors, they start to dilute. They're not as they're not as potent. They're not as flavorful. Yeah, and, it doesn't and it's work. the same thing. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. So I I don't I know how much you don't like Pablo. I mean, it's written all over your face. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see. My thing is, I don't understand the dartboard. Like, I don't understand why you have the dartboard in here with Pablo's face on it, with all the knives. Like, it's a it's, bit much. Like, it's Especially with the axe. The axe, you know, just like laces is out. Okay, laces out. But I, I really do. I do feel that Pablo has the strong base and and the right intentions, and I think that he's going to grow just as much as the players around him are going to grow. To where we are naturally going to find our way of play and our way of managing. I think it's going to happen. Wow. Disdain in those eyes, huh? Uh, I I don't know. I think he's got the easy part down, which is motivation motivation, and all of that stuff when it comes to tactics. The Zen master. I, I think you could see a situation where, um, not to get in too far into predictions, where Pablo doesn't finish the season at Real Ooh, Salt Lake. I just thought of something. So... You know, like we're talking about, we talked to Elliot Fall, and that guy did not have a hint of, like, negative thought about um, Demir coming back. Yeah, there was it no was, doubt there. There was zero doubt. It was all about Demir coming back. So I'm possibly, it could be, management is so fixed on the ways of the previous season that Pablo realistically only needed a temporary situation rather than a full-on Conver- conversion of the tactics because he's just temporarily fixing stuff so that way when the actual pieces come back in play he can start coaching you know what i mean because i think if you put yourself around management all that time and they're talking about hey man this is gonna be so good when he comes back this is gonna happen this is gonna happen it's gonna put a certain narrative in his head and he's gonna play that certain way at least from my experience when i when i was in coaching which I still am. Look well, at that. Yeah, it, it really Full affects circle. you. Even if even if you don't aspire or fully embrace what they've said, it still affects you. Right. 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 And I, I think I think the environment he's in, he's he's going to be led in a certain direction, and it's going to it's. I, I just don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Well, understand here's here's the thing. I, I, Garth Lagerway always said, "You've got to have three guys that are at the top of their game." three guys that are just past that and three guys that are coming up to really be successful continuously in MLS. Oh, right, right. To have a right. strong team. you got to have that's... three guys that are just past their prime, three guys that are coming and they're at their prime, and three guys going to oh, come in to the man. prime. Tell me about it, man. Man you all day. And so, and, and yeah, Man United does a great job of mixing in the old and the young, right? Arsenal right now is mostly the young and that's why maybe We're they're struggling at this point. But uh, <laughs> well, but that, that actually brings up if a good RSL point. could do that. Who's that? Who are the? I mean, we'll, we're teasing a little bit next, you know, next week where we come out with our predictions. But who are those three guys that are past their prime? I think we got our three. Uh, who are the guys at their prime? And if Demir isn't one of those, if he's past his prime and not at his prime, then we need to. We need to get another at his prime guy. Well, I think if we do move him to the number nine spot, that's going to prolong his um, his career. And that's one thing where they only talk about how amazing he is off the field. 
and how much of a like then become an executive become an executive if you're awesome off the field well i mean it depends on bring him into the front office if if this season doesn't work out it's probably going to be that way he's got a new job but um, if if we were putting over under the number of games demir plays in i would put it at 20 and take the under didn't you say that on the last podcast I think I've said it quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, I I hope not. I, I just wanted to make sure I was. I'm hoping for other the over. people uh, predict less that I'm. Yeah. That I respect. So it'd be interesting. So. So if we only have one guy, my point is, if we only have one guy at his prime, Severino. Ojeda. Well, Ojeda's coming in too. Gomez for me, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And and Gomez is coming in too. Those are two guys who could come into their prime. And and then our other at their prime would have to be Brody, Glad, Glad Silva, Silva. Silva I think is, is just passed, just yeah. passed. Yeah, just like for uh, me, he's just passed. Yeah. But then our best players then are Severino, and Julio. Julio. Well, where's Julio? He he's should our, be. He's in his prime. He's twenty five. He he's sh- he should be in his prime. So if he can step in and be that guy this year, awesome. Let's do it. If we can just make him and Glad. If we made Anderson Julio the third best player on the team, Anderson Julio will explode, I think. Because right now we're making him isolate up top, do nothing, be a decoy. And and beat people with speed. Beat people with speed. But that's a 2006 (laughs) tactic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. It's a Finley tactic with nobody else helping. Yeah, I I don't think that's going to last long term. Right, and then you've got your guys that are at or just past their prime. For me, Mac McMath, Silva, and Miram. Oh, Miram's such a good player, though. Right, but again, if we use him the two thousand two hundred and seventy-six minutes we did last season, he's he done. won't last. He'll be done he'll by be the done. summer, which he kind of started being done towards the end of the well, season. And that's that's, that's the, one of the that's another knock on Paul. RSL dropped off is because Miram dropped off. Because Pablo is a guy that maybe it's how he perceives his what's expected from him from the front office, but they always focus on winning right from the get-go, whereas other teams understand it's a really long season. Mm-hmm. Like Seattle's notorious for starting slow, playing young players, getting people experience, and then after when it starts to cool off, boy, that in the fall, they make their move. Of course, yeah. last year they they didn't, which was fantastic. Right. Uh, thanks but for I inventing think it's how not to make three, the playoffs. Three and yeah. three rule, right? Yeah. And if you get away from it because you know Garth's leaving, it falls apart. There you go. There's a prime example this year. So we'll see how those teams do. So. And Garth's in Atlanta now. So there you go. Mm, yeah. So there's still a lot of work to be done on this roster, I think, um, and figuring out how they're going to play and what they're gonna, what it's going to look like. And who's going to step up? And we're going to find out January, uh, February 25th, right? There it is. Mm-hmm. Where are we going to be? Cattleman's Burger Company on Historic e- Main Street. Yeah, buddy. Magna Main Street, 8979 South. Bring your own water. So those are some of our thoughts on they the roster. Water. They have soda, too. Oh, they do. No, I yeah. just meant because it's Magna Water. Oh, so yeah, you bring, bring your own water. water. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's sure. a great point. If you don't live in Magna, bring your own water. <laughs> I'm sure they filter it. Uh, a do filter something. doesn't do anything. Just ask your Britta in there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Who's Britta? Who's Britta? <laughs> so those are some of our thoughts on the roster. I like. Uh, I think we still have a ways to go, but uh, but next week, 
Next week we'll kind of talk more about our predictions, predictions. and yeah, we don't so do a lot of predictions. We don't, but I think uh, we're we're, we're going to post this on Instagram, right? Yeah. yeah, I think we need to have the fans, you know, all twelve of them, uh, post who they think the number nine <laughs> is going to be, or if we're not going to get another number nine. I think we should. Yeah. So, and if somebody Who's gets it right, if somebody gets it right, let's just yeah. buy them a jersey. Ooh, you want to do that, like the new one, the giveaway. So not only are we doing the normal giveaway. But if you predict are, who's going to be our starting nine, yeah, if you predict who our starting nine is, we will buy you a jersey. Ooh, starting and for the first game or first game, every game. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I get no, I quick, think but. I think yeah. If, if somebody can predict the next signing, I think we should do that. Oh, the next signing, which is going to be a number nine. Oh, okay. I it just thought, I thought you meant who's starting against Vancouver in the first game. Well, we could do that too. I mean, but that would seem like it would be like Demir. Demir. Yeah, it's gonna be Demir. Yeah, so yeah, Wondolowski. Let's just say if guess who's gonna be the next number nine. That's, that's the that they bring in. I predict mm-hmm. Wondolowski. Wondolowski. Yeah, yeah, he's my vote. I say we vote for Wanda. Okay, he's retired. Fine. All right. So those are our thoughts. Um, I can't believe the season's already only a couple weeks away. Yeah, I felt like that was not that long ago. Even though it was an incredibly long off season with the World Cup and all that. But I'm excited for this season. Uh, to be positive, I'll be positive the whole way through. Don't Finally. Worry. <laughs> I, I don't know, Brant. I don't know. With that dartboard on the wall. I know. Is, Seriously. I, I don't know how you can say that. Well, I Ooh. wore out the Nick Beasler one. so Right. <laughs> he got to switch to somebody. Somebody's got to be on your wall. <laughs> so how about, uh, it's been a while, how about the Come on Crawley update? Sure. Yeah. Are they still a team? Are they relevant? Oh, barely. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know what? Who they aren't? It's like yin and yang. Like you've got that wonderful story about Wrexham, mm-hmm. and everybody's watching that, and they're just all excited because they have the American owners and the superstars. Yeah, we're the exact opposite. No one is excited. The owners can't go to the games because of they fear for their safety, because people are not happy wow. with. What's going on at Crowley? And Rough. Uh, it is very frustrating. Here, all kinds of excitement. They did pull off a draw um, on Saturday, two to two, a late draw after Crowley reminds me so much of Real Salt Lake. Their play first half great, second half the opposing team makes adjustments, comes out and loses the second half. But they're cleared down. I haven't even looked at the standings. They flipped it the other way. Well, they're one point out of the relegation zone. Yeah, they are. It is just so frustrating. They traded off, sent off all of their favorite players. The all best goalkeeper they've ever had almost, um, uh, Glenn Morris. They call him the cat. Yeah. They, they traded got rid him. Of the cat. Huh? They traded him to, well, they loaned him out to Gilliam, who was below them in the standings. Then they also traded their best midfielder and goal scorer, Tom Nichols, to Gilliam. Gilliam. And then they go and play Gilliam and lose one nothing. Although Nichols didn't score, although I mean, he did, he they did outplayed say, him. I th- what they have twenty-two shots, and they had Gillingham had eight and scored. So, like, well, when you're going up against a goalie like um, Nick Romando, Nick Romando esque, he he makes saves like Nick Romando, and you don't you're, you're you're lucky to score. So yeah, it's it's incredibly frustrating. So, but we'll see. I mean, I hear the National League's fun. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Rexham has enough points they're going up to League 2 
<laughs> yeah, Rex, so there's two teams, the two teams at the top of uh, National League right now that you think are going to score 100 points. Mm-hmm. Well, Wrexham had an FA Cup run and almost oh, yeah. made the fifth round. I mean, yeah, that's, they went that's close. Whew. Yeah, I mean, they, they played a championship side and they were winning into the 90th minute and then gave up an equalizer. And then on the replay, they lost. But for playing a team 70 spots ahead of you, or 72, depending on when the game was played. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. That's one of the things that makes uh, soccer so fun, especially Open in, Cups and stuff like that. In England, where they have so many teams. Yeah. But yeah, I, being I wonder, a I wonder if Real is. I wonder if Real's going to ever you know, do something in a cup. Remember that one year we went to the cup final? 2014 or 13? No, I was talking about the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open yeah. Cup final. That was, was that like 14? It was 13 or 14. I think yeah. it was 13. Yeah, it was uh, Jason Christ's last season, right? Yeah, we finally cared about the cup, and we lost to in the final DC United, who the worst team in the league that the worst record in league history that year at home. Don't forget that was at home. Oh, I know, I was there. Yeah, Yeah, me too. It was was terrible. So that's uh, some of the joy (laughs) and the heartbreak of being soccer fans. It's not all Premier League. You can't buy all your championships like Manchester City. Yep, yep, and cheat. Mm Now we can call them cheaters. Absolutely. Well, because they've the proven it. Yeah. They've proven that they so what about actually were cheating. Arsenal. Disappointing draw. Should have won. Dun, dun. Brentford's good, right? Brentford is good. Tony is good. Tony is good. Arsenal played great at times and should have. I don't know how they missed a couple of those tap-ins. They just just got get your foot on the ball squarely, and then it's 3 4 nothing. Or one, either way, it doesn't matter at that point because you scored enough goals. But yeah, and then you look down and City win, and and then uh, what happened to your team? Um, they just played Leeds for the second time and beat them. It's interesting that they played the same team. Yeah, I didn't understand that because I was like back look, to back. Yeah, almost, so they tied right? Leeds the game before, and then the next game they beat them. And uh, yeah, Man U is just. They're on to something. Marcus Rashford is working really well. Turns out he can score goals. Well, with Ten Hogg's game plan, it's allowing him to do a lot of things. Was it 10 in a row or something? He's on some No, not 10 in a row. He did have a nine goals in nine games streak. Okay. Um, But then he had a gap, and then he got another goal the next game. Um, But, yeah, so he's he's definitely scoring. um, He had that 10th goal at home, 10th game with a – 10th home game – with a goal, but it yeah. got called back on it. It was yeah. so close on the offside. Yeah, yeah. very, very close. Um, he had a wicked header against Leeds, and then Garnacho, who was also an academy guy, um, got a goal. So it was 2-0, which was really nice. Um, Beat yeah. the keeper near post on that one. Yeah, he got his hand on it, and it still went in, which was really awesome, especially since uh, Jamie Gallagher was telling, saying that he wasn't uh, <laughs> qualified to be in the Premier League. And he, he tweeted that, and then Garnacho liked the tweet. And the very next day, <laughs> very next game, he scores a goal. So it was pretty awesome. But, yeah, uh, so Ten Hag is doing some really doing cool something. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks for Man City, though. But you know, What are they, third? Man, 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 C- Man U is two right now. Oh, they, they passed City? Yeah, they passed City. It's 46 points, and then Man City's 45. Um, and then so the next game is going to... And Newcastle's kind of hit the hit the skids. They were... They were third at one point or something like that. Yeah, they they've been fourth. battling for the top four spot. Yeah, Newcastle's going to be the new Manchester City just because they have the money. So we got to... They're going to be watched quite heavily because Man City got away with a lot. And it made sense because, you know, like all of a sudden you had that many players... 
of that quality so quickly. And you look at Newcastle, they haven't had that same ability. You know what I mean? They got the new um, owners, what, year and a half ago, two years ago? And they've only made a couple, few signings that aren't huge. You know what I mean? They're not like yeah. ridiculously expensive players. Yeah, well, I, th- so. I think you missed the late game for Man City on Sunday. Oh, I did? Yeah, they won. So oh. they're at 48 points. Oh, so 46 And Arsenal's on 51. Yeah, so it's getting, it's getting tighter because Arsenal's starting to waver a bit. But goal differential... If you sort by goal differential, Man City's at 34, which is ridiculous. Arsenal's at 28, which is still good. Newcastle's at 22. Man United's only at 10 goal differential. So yeah. for the results they've gotten. Yeah, they're doing well, but that's just because they're only getting you know one or two goals, which is good because, I mean, 10 hogs is not really meant to run away with it. Nope. But, yeah, Man U's doing better than Arsenal. Well, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, Americans over at Leeds, uh, Aronson. Well, there's McAdams. one less. There's one less. Yeah. Why? No more Jesse Marsh. He got fired. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They they tossed him last week, and then the team proceeded to instead of tie Man United, lose to Man United. That's but like he, to see. they had a Nottingham game in there, and that's the game he got fired after. I think I'm, they lost one nothing. I'm glad Daniel. Nottingham Forest is, isn't going to be relegated. Dude, well, so far. Leeds outplayed him in that game, and then they tied or lost. I, I think it was one nothing. Yeah. yeah, good showing. But just Jesse... just looking at the showing, but I mean, from an entertainment spe- perspective, is great. But and supposedly Jesse Marsh has been one of the lead candidates for it's either Sunderland or Southampton. I started with an S. One of those teams is looking. I thought it was Crawley. Oh, I, I wish <laughs> they can't afford him. Oh man. Yeah, don't get me started on Crowley. Where they keep the razor blades away from me when it comes to Crowley? Holy <laughs> cow, it is just so Rough. disappointing. <laughs> so, what? What grinds your gears? Anything? Um, has it been has it been too long? Have you thought about it? No, I haven't really thought of anything grinding my gears since it's the start of the season. I mean, that number nine position. I mean, once I had that epiphany about Demir, I guess that grinded my gears That'll a little. <laughs> but. uh no, I'm just hopeful at the moment. I'm very hopeful for the for the squad to do something. And if if Demir is coming back and he's going to be our Jesus, um, then yes, that's great. Congratulations. But after looking at the incomes that were posted online, he better come back. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so that's our first episode as we get into. Yeah, that's really... it. Let's, get, let's end this. Bye. Yeah, get into Just kidding. Reminder. <laughs> Watch for the giveaway on the social medias for the new kit. That's yeah, you coming get the new kit, and it's on also February sixteenth. Your size, so you get to go in there and pick out your size. It's not like it's a schmedium. Yeah, and you just have to fit into it. No, so really no, awesome. go to the store; they'll fit you. They yeah. have fitters, and if They're you also win, cashiers. But you know, if you win and you want, and you're such a huge fan of us, we'll sign your jersey for you. <laughs> what? So all three of us would be the first one. So wow. it's going to be worth lots of monies. Whoa. Um, We'll sign it for you. You just let us know in the comments. If you're the winner, DM us. Signed or non-signed. Yeah, Either we'll, way. we'll sign it. And uh, yeah, we'll go from there. And then join us February 25th at the... Cattleman's. Cattleman's Burger Company, 87... Uh-oh. 8979. 8979. 8979 South. Historic Magda Street. It's historic. Game starts at 830. If you want to come down before, we'll have some prizes to give away. Burgers. Sodas. Have good food. Definitely have some uh, hats and other stuff to give away during the game. So 
hopefully we'll see you there and follow us on all the social medias and tell your friends. Tell, tell your friends. We love them. We love Subscribe, download, like. You know the drill. And with that, I'll say goodnight. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> gotta work see ya. on our outro, man. <laughs>